Hey guys, we have an incredible podcast coming your way. We're going to teach you exactly how to look great, feel strong at your ideal body weight. How? By teaching you about the latest innovations and the discoveries about hormones, the herbs, the natural approaches that will help you to optimize your stem cells, your mitochondria. Please stay tuned. This is a show you must listen to. Well, absolutely. I mean, I'm blessed that I'm also a chef, but I was also somebody that used to weigh 200 pounds. And being a chef helped me because I knew how to make food taste delicious without using things that would make me gain weight or not lose weight. And so it, you, you can actually have both. You can have, as the metaphor says, your cake and eat it too, so to speak. You can have your kale and eat it too, and you can actually make it taste delicious. Dr. Nick Delgado here. I have a very important message for you that might very well save your life. I'm here with my dear friend, Daniel Wynn. And Daniel, you and I have known each other for quite a few years and it's interesting that we both have had experiences with family members who have tragically either had a stroke, my father had had a stroke. You mentioned your brother had had a stroke? Yeah, my brother had a stroke. He's younger than me by five years. He hadn't been taking care of himself and then tragedy affected him. Right. And part of the reason you're here for the lifestyle medicine training, and it may be confusing for people to hear lifestyle medicine, and, and really it's about whole food eating and oil-free and uh, making the foods tasty and exercise and stress management. There's this common term going around, moderation. Uh, we can, you know, cheat often on our diets. We can moderate. We can have alcohol when we want it. We can you know, we can eat some candy here and there, but the body's never not watching. The body's always vigilant, right? Yeah, it's what I call the big lie. We lie to ourselves. You ask me how I'm doing with my diet, and I'm saying, yeah, Nick, I'm doing great. I'm having a salad at every meal. In the meantime, I'm loading it up with dressing and salt and whatever The else dressing has oil in it. Of course. Loaded with yeah, fat. Yeah. Right. But I think because I'm eating the greens, I'm doing green every day. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I think that people need to recognize it's not that we're some kind of an extremist in terms of advocating a diet. We're, we're really talking about what nature provided us from the beginning of human history. I mean, there's more than enough evidence to show that even paleo and Neanderthal man was actually eating uh, largely uh, vegetable whole foods. Uh, you know, to catch an animal and eat it raw and, and you know, they didn't even have fire. Uh, there's a lot of evidence to show that uh, the human body does best on a plant-based protein diet. But at the same time, you know, we all face aging. So we have to kind of look at this whole prospect. Uh, I know you're now uh, about to have your second child. And as a father at age, um, let's 50 just say. 50-something. Yeah, let's just say 50-something. <laughs> so, you know, I too uh, had my fifth child uh, in my mid-50s. Alrighty, righty, sorry. Uh, so, Come on in, join us. No, 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 come on in, it's all good. So I'm here with Chef AJ, and oh go ahead and, and have a seat. No, no jump in, we're good, we're good. Heard okay, an amazing talk oh, today. thank you. And you know, one of the great things was that when people are embarking on a healthy lifestyle, uh, the biggest objection is, will this food taste good? Yeah. And can I lose weight? Well, absolutely. I mean, I'm blessed that I'm also a chef, but I was also somebody that used to weigh 200 pounds. And being a chef helped me because I knew how to make food taste delicious without using things that would make me gain weight or not lose weight. And so it, you, you can actually have both. You can have, 
as the metaphor says, your cake and eat it too, so to speak. You can have your kale and eat it too, and you can actually make it taste delicious. In, in your new book, uh, are there before after pictures? Because you showed oh, slides. Yeah. So I, 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 we haven't, you know, I just got the final, the first draft from the editor yesterday, mm -hmm. and color pictures can be really expensive, so I don't know if we're going to have those pictures in the book. Go for um, black and white. Go for black and white. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. So we do have a lot of testimonials. We should. We should do that. I just... It's dramatic. Yeah. I mean, it's like great. Right. It's like it, my original when I weighed over two hundred twenty. And I know it's just it, you when you it, these pictures are so motivating because people see that like it's possible. It's not a trick. It's just understanding mm -hmm. what foods to eat to nourish your body. And, and it's funny because the ones that nourish your body are the same ones that cause you to lose weight. It's it's it, it, it's it's sort of obvious to people that like grew up in other cultures. You know, like because I had a Lyft driver from Uganda and. And even though he wasn't like vegan or vegetarian, with the exception of small amounts of meat, we basically ate the same way. You know, and people that eat, live in parts of the world that aren't fat and sick eat the same way that our ancestors ate throughout most of human history. Whole foods, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, you know. They didn't eat oil, they didn't eat sugar, they didn't eat flour, they didn't eat salt or drink alcohol or coffee, you know. These are all modern, I was gonna say conveniences, but they don't seem very convenient. Modern, it, yeah, well, yeah, it's just it's just so you know, it's so funny people come to me and say, Well, I would do your program, but I can't give up. It's always, you know, this. And this is the thing that's keeping them fat. Like, oh, but I can't give up my wine, I can't give up my cheese, I can't give up my chocolate, my pizza, whatever, my burger. Well, then I guess you can't do it then. You know, if you yeah. if you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're right. You know, you're always right, whatever you think. You know, you know that, you know a lot about the mind, so it's whatever you tell yourself you can yeah. yeah but but yeah it's true like with we showed um, equipment like the air fryer which it's a weird word because it doesn't fry yeah. but we made those vet those those brussels sprouts people were going crazy with the balsamic glaze it made in 20 minutes in this machine called an air fryer people say i don't even like brussels sprouts uh, well yeah either did i until it's it's a lot of it's how you cook it and how you prepare it Fantastic. Hey, Daniel, didn't you love that chart that she showed about caloric density showing us how important the foods that we eat? You always have to ask the question, is it have its water and fiber still intact? Is it calorically dense? In other words, is it over the top? If it doesn't have that extra fiber and water, is it what? Concentrated in fat? Is it processed? Has it been altered? Did that have an impact on you, Daniel, in watching uh, Chef AJ? Yeah, definitely. Chef AJ has a chart. She goes, eat to the left of the line. And eat to the left of the line is basically where you're eating... Uh, foods that are high in there you go. <laughs> oh, I just so well, I just finished a lecture and, and my bracelet says eat to the red. I, I don't normally carry the magnet around, but I just finished a presentation. Yeah. But great examples because she was saying, I mean, you could eat like one piece of chocolate or you know fifteen strawberries or twenty oranges. And, yeah. Yeah. Was it seventy-one oranges the, equal yeah, what? Uh, it was. It was. Tell, it, tell me the well, list. I love that. Okay, it wasn't a calorie by calorie comparison. It was okay. fat because fat is the most calorically dense macronutrient. Takes up less space in your stomach. Easier to overeat on. Doesn't have any fiber. So it was one donut or seventy-one oranges had the same amount of fat. And I don't know anybody that can eat seventy-one oranges. <laughs> yeah. I got a few monkey friends that yeah. might be able to come close, but uh, you know, you know, life is 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 so spectacular when you realize at the cellular level. And I've been doing live blood my microscopy for 40 years and I show people the the impact of eating uh, highly concentrated processed foods mm -hmm. and it's really strange to me that this whole wave of this keto thing of avoiding carbs eating uh -huh. all this oils and fat and bitter chocolate and coconut oil you know, there's a doctor named uh, Evan Allen, and is plant-based doctor in Vegas, and he was in that film Eating You Alive, and he said, you know, there's a book, The Miracle Coconut Oil Cure, and he said the only miracle about coconut oil is that people actually eat it. 
You know, I mean, like our ancestors really ate coconut oil. They couldn't even open coconuts. You know, if you want to eat a coconut, eat the coconut, you know, the coconut meat. Yeah. If you want to eat the coconut meat. But but I just don't understand how people that say olive oil is healthy. Let's say it is. But if there's something healthy in the olive oil, wouldn't it have been in the olive? So why not eat the whole food? I just I do. I don't understand how people think that processing a food, stripping it of its fiber and nutrients and and and. In, in phytochemicals now all of a sudden makes this this this, this healthy food especially heart healthy it's, it's it's insanity to me that people actually think that eating fat is good for them I mean I'm not talking about eating nuts and seeds and avocado that's a whole different ballgame whole food fats but how eating processed fats like oils could actually be good for them and you showed in your excellent YouTube how to become diabetic in six hours that that it's the exact opposite you know yeah. it's it's I think it's a triumph of marketing over science you know honestly well, Daniel, you grew up in the marketing world. You were the, one of the first to, Nick, you gotta go to these conferences where these great internet marketers are teaching people how to sell uh, ice to Eskimos. And I said, well, I'm planning to sell the truth. Yeah. And you said, Nick, you, you gotta get over there. So t tell me about these guys, uh, Dave Asprey and all these bulletproof guys, and I don't know the other marketers, but they're great marketers. They're incredible marketers, but they, they're sincerely wrong in what they're marketing. Well, there's a lot of people that are selling uh, the sizzle, not the steak. They're telling you that all the answers are in a pill, and they have no medical background, they have no cooking skills like AJ, no, no PhD like you, but yet they're out there selling these different nutrients and, 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 and pills or solutions, because people want to take a pill. They don't want to take the time to learn how to cook. They don't want to take the time to make a bowl, a uh, <laughs> container full of food like Dr. Nick carries oh, around. Wow, every day of my life, I carry oh. whole foods with me. Every day and of I, my I life. I have the same thing downstairs. Wow, good for you. I've got some uh, Asian pears, some Yum. apple. And then, um, you mean you can't take a pill for that? You know, they say a pill for every ill, right? You know, and Dr. McDougall has always said people are looking for good news about their bad habits. Ooh. So you, you've got asparagus, you've got uh, cucumber, uh, some some olive, some baked potato. It smells uh, delicious. I had Ooh. some Thai mango salad mixed in. It was kind of a mix of like three different leftovers all in it's one. It's like me. I take my trough <laughs> everywhere I go, you know? But this is, you know, it's routines like this. So can you give us some more tips about healthy eating and, you know, and being on the go? Everyone complains, oh, oh I'm too busy to eat, no, I'm on the go. You know, you know um, if you're too busy to eat healthy, then then make time for your chemotherapy or, or uh, bypass surgery because really you're either going to pay the grocer and make time for it or pay the doctor. I did a webinar on my website, eatonprocess.com, called How to Eat Healthfully Everywhere. I've been traveling for six years nationally and internationally, and you, you if you don't, if you don't have your food with you, you can't expect the world to have the food that we eat out there, not healthy food. I mean, you know, exceptions. You can now get like an apple and a banana and oatmeal at Starbucks, but that's pretty much it. You know, if Americans eat less than nine, less than 10% of their calories from fruits and vegetables, you're not going to find it out there. So you have to bring it. So I travel with a cooler. You can take an ice chip through TSA as long as it's frozen. I travel with my Instant Pot electric pressure cooker. I, you got to do what you got to do, but having a slender body and a stable brain when I did not have that for over 50 years it's it's worth it to me it's like if you have a baby you take a bag for with the diaper and the rattle it's like you you have to treat yourself the same way you have to make it a priority and once it's a priority it becomes second nature I'm sure that it wasn't hard for you to throw that together this morning because you've been doing it for 40 years right you know right. but of course when you start out it's like learning a new language you got to figure out how to conjugate the verbs you got to figure it out but the thing is is if you're caught hungry somewhere you're not gonna make a good choice but I always have food with me no matter where I go even if I like 
I just I can't imagine not having food with me. And I always have some kind of fruit, some kind of vegetable, and some kind of starch because you can't just take you know just can't, fruit for me is not enough. I gotta have some sweet potatoes or potatoes, and uh, you know it's it's it is hard. The world is not set up for us to succeed in this journey. Well, when you say hard, it's a matter of planning, and, and I think yeah, people can have hard. goals about yeah. weight loss. It's more a matter of routine. So yeah. the time it takes someone to make coffee, I can throw a blue ice at the bottom of my container, yeah. grab some leftovers, because I already have the containers that slip into my container. Boom, boom, boom. I'm literally out the door, and then I don't even have to waste time. Yeah. And I say waste time to stand in line at Starbucks, right. or to go to a lunch and it's too busy and there's no time to get yeah. to your lunch. And then you end up sacrificing your health because you end up giving into maybe a donut or a drive-through or something. And it's cheaper. It's so much cheaper to bring your own food. I bring my own food to conferences. They, you know, because these are prepaid. They don't. They'll waiter doesn't care if I eat my food instead of their, you know, their crappy food. It's, it's, it's amazing. And even at health conferences, at doctor's conferences, you see them eating things that you're like, you're kidding. Uh, and I'll take an Uber on the, when I land, uh, you know, to wherever I'm at, I'll take an Uber, I'll stop at a grocery store, load up, whether Whole Foods or even just the organic section of a grocery store, and I'll load it with stuff, take it to the room, and I'll say, I'm diabetic, can you bring me a refrigerator? Oh my God, we're cut, we're cut from the same cloth. I've been doing that since I'm 27. Even before I was healthy, I was just a regular Well, I was vegan. diabetic for six hours that's, when I drank right. the olive oil. Well, so that's true. So I'm going to drink olive oil, so for six hours I can be diabetic and I'm going to say that now. But I've said things like, you know, I've, I've asked them to take this, the snacks out of my fridge. Oh, we can't. I said, look, I'm an alcoholic. Get that out of the room. And then I have a mini fridge, you know, to my disposal. I've got to use that one. That was good. That was good. Yeah. So I've done that. I mean, I have been a diabetic alcoholic many times just to get my needs. But here's the problem. Yeah, yeah. They've gotten smart to me because mm. they, they apparently they don't have a fridge for everybody in mm. some hotels. My friend got to the conference first yeah. and I said, but I'm a, I'm a, I need to refrigerate my medication. They said, sent up a fridge this big just for medication oh. <laughs> so these hotels are getting okay smart. hold on i go up the hallway if they don't give me a refrigerator ice and i get the ice yeah. and i already pre-bring certain containers even if i have to go to walmart and buy a few containers and then throw my food in with the ice so i just ice it i, yeah. I mean i'm not going to sacrifice yeah. my health it would be like uh you know daniel like you know you told some bad news that your brother had a stroke right you, when you heard that and you're here at a conference for a reason right yeah, I mean, I'm here to listen to AJ, and I've been listening to you for a while. I mean, I, I want to stop telling myself the lie that I'm eating healthy because I eat half the stuff healthy, and I ignore it half. You know, when I'm here t today, this weekend, I'm going to go all the way 100% because, I, you know, I, I was eating the oils. I was eating the, the dairy, and I was eating the meats, even, but I wasn't eating it every day. So that was a big lie to myself. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you find, Chef AJ? I mean, we, we, we go through life and we struggle, what, more than 90% of people are overweight and a high percent are really, obese. Yeah. We have cancer, we have heart disease, we have diabetes, we have high blood pressure. And Dr. Gregor, our friend, says, what, 17 of leading 20 killers could be eradicated, yep, yep. according to his book, How Not to yeah, Die. So where are we at with this? Can we influence people out there to, to just give it, how long would you say if they, if they give it, um, Three, I, I tell people three to seven months. For me, seven months, in seven months, I've dropped 15 pounds of uh, fat and gained five pounds of muscle now at my age. Yeah, I think, I think you know, a lot of people say, oh, seven-day challenge, 21-day challenge. The mm. reality is, is I think you need at least three months. Yes. Because there's a process yes. that occurs called neuroadaptation, mm. where, which happens with your taste mechanisms and your brain chemistry. So, for example, if you go to a movie theater late, 
and you arrive and this movie started, it's really dark in there and you can't see anything. But if you just stand still, your eyes adjust to the level of darkness. Well, that has to happen with taste because we've eaten such hyper palatable, hyper concentrated foods with sugar, oil, and salt for so long that the way of eating that we recommend that tastes delicious to us now will not taste good to most people. But if they give it time, they will. So like for example, some people grew up drinking whole milk and then our parents switched us to non-fat milk. And when we first tasted the non-fat milk, we were like, this is disgusting. I mean, I think milk is disgusting, but when I'm, I'm talking about when I was little. You can uh, coconut milk yeah, and almond right, milk. Right, but what I mean, like when right, I grew up, in this, I was born in 1960, and when they switched us to non-fat milk, we were like, this tastes terrible. It tastes right. like water. And they're like, well, you're going to drink it. That's all there is because the news said we can't. And then we got used to the non-fat milk. We neuroadapted, and every now and then we'd go to a friend's house that had whole milk, and we were like... Ooh, is this paint? So that <laughs> happens when with foods high in sugar, fat, and salt. When you get rid of them, of course, you're going to have less pleasure at first. You're getting less dopamine. But if you can stick with it, they say it takes about 30 days to neuroadapt from a, salt, a diet higher in salt to one lower in salt. And it can take up to 90 days to neuroadapt from a high-fat diet to one lower in fat. So what happens is too many people quit before they reach the goal. And that's why if you can go to a place, a conference like this is a great start. But if you can go to like a live-in place like Dr. McDougall's 10-day program in Santa Rosa, or True North in Santa Rosa, where you're there for you know at least a week, maybe more. It, it can help it faster. And Dr. Goldhammer does therapeutic water-only fasting. And for people that just can't like this food, sometimes doing a water fast makes this food actually taste good. When and the first thing they eat is steamed zucchini, they're like having an orgasm because they haven't eaten in so many days that this. And that's that's how I know. You know. I didn't eat fruits and vegetables for 43 years, and that's how I got the beginning of cancer and ended up 200 pounds. But now my motto in the Ultimate Weight Loss Program is, if you're not hungry enough to eat vegetables, you're not hungry. And the worse vegetables taste to you, probably the more you need to eat them. And then once you start loving them, it's like, I mean, I love them now, and I didn't eat them for 43 years, you know? You know, you they say that we are what we habitually do, and we like what we habitually eat. And so if we habitually eat cheeseburgers and beer, that's what we're gonna like, but if you just, eat fruits and vegetables, however you get them in, eventually you will learn to like them and love them, especially when you see what they do for your health and your and your figure if you're trying to lose weight. You're originally from the East Coast. You Absolutely. Have to. Uh, born in Chicago, went to Penn. <laughs> Chicago! Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Oh, White Sox. I was, the, I was like a White Sox fan. Everybody else was a Cub fan, but I'm absolutely from Chicago. Okay, so here. I go into a movie. I'm going to go see Fifty Shades of whatever it oh is. Oh, my God. I'm kale. Gonna, Fifty Shades yeah, of Kale. I'm going <laughs> to slip under my jacket some dehydrated vegetables, some hot yeah, air popcorn, yeah. some fruit, right? Yeah. Well, you're a boy. You have to do that. But because I hope the movie industry isn't watching. So for ladies, they make like designer purses that are actually coolers so ah, I can sneak in uh, I'm gonna do the man purse thing yeah. man. I'm sorry so, so, I'm going for so it. it looks exactly like a purse I think it's Zaza is the brand I have and it's yeah. an attractive purse uh -huh. but it's actually a cooler so that's no way absolutely tip number two yeah. For me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely and uh, and also just saying you know I'm sorry I'm diabetic can work you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually been to conferences or events and so forth, and they're serving food, and I say, hey, you know what? You know, I, I'm I'm highly allergic. If I eat any dairy and you serve it to me, yeah. and you're my waiter or waitress, I'm gonna flop around the ground. You're not gonna want to see this. It's yeah. gonna be ugly. And, and, and so one of the things I also do, and in a way, it's true, and I'm not really lying. I happen to be Jewish. I am kosher. I mean, I'm not kosher the way an Orthodox Jew is, mm -hmm. but everything I eat is kosher. So I'll say, sorry, it's not kosher. Yeah. You know. So what are they gonna do? You know. Call the rabbi. Call to a higher source, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, when you think of the Bible and, and what is the story of Daniel, right? I mean, mm -hmm. what did they yeah. eat? Pulses, mm -hmm. you know, grains, fruits, vegetables, all that stuff. You know, the Bible had it right. 
Yeah. So there's a big backlash now about whole grains and, you know, the gluten. I get it. Some people are allergic. So don't eat, you know, here's the thing. You don't have to eat grains. You don't have to eat beans, but you have to eat starch. So pick a category you like. What about winter squashes? Who can't eat kabocha squash? You know, you're going to tell me that's an unhealthy food? You just need to eat most of your calories from complex carbohydrates like potatoes, sweet potatoes. You know, the, the longest lived people in the world, the Okinawans, eat, what is it, 72% of their calories from sweet potatoes? And those are the best sweet potatoes, by the way, the Okinawans. I, I actually the purple get those, ones. Yeah, I get them shipped in. Yeah. So they're they're incredible. So if, this, if these foods are so bad for us, how can the longest lived people in the world eat most of their calories from them? I don't know who ruin the world as far as potato eating is concerned. I mean, it's like, I feel like John McDougal is like the Lone Ranger here, mm -hmm. and he's been shouting this from the rooftops for 40 years. Potatoes don't make you fat. Yeah, so they're high in the glycemic index, white potatoes. You don't have to eat it by itself. You ever ate a potato with corn and beans? I do. With oh, I have a comment about glycemic yeah. index. I, we looked at the research with Nathan Pritikin, and Dr. James Anderson, who's a, a world-renowned endocrinologist, he's now very, very old, if he's still living at this point, at University of Kentucky, he said, he said, now wait a minute, maybe there's something wrong about how we design the glycemic index test. So what he did was he said, most people come in and they've been eating whatever they normally eat off the street, and we put them on, the, the, the baseline food was white bread. Mm -hmm. And they measured the glycemic level, compared it then to potatoes, then single to, to rice or, or egg or cheese, and they measured how much the insulin went up. But then he said, what if I changed it? What if I put them on an oil-free, whole fibrous diet for two weeks, then have them come in and eat the exact same foods that the glycemic index was based on? Guess what they found? Complete opposite of everything you think. Potatoes did not spike blood sugar mm -hmm. levels. Carrots did not spike blood sugar levels. Fruit was normal, and fruit has polyphenols that Dr. McGregor, uh, 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 Michael Greger yeah. will say that actually stabilize blood sugar. So what we were led to believe were causing imbalances in our insulin stability. I measure people's blood sugar levels and cholesterol, triglycerides, insulin, almost every day of the week, literally, and for the last 40 years I have. Mm -hmm. And I can prove to anyone that your body will stabilize on these whole foods. So don't give up potatoes. Let's change the language. And even the doctor who started the whole idea of glycemic index has admitted that his study was wrong and the, the current science shows wow. that what we're teaching is the reality. Yeah. I mean, now they're telling people just to eat meat and oil or meat and oil and vegetables. And, and even if that was healthy, which it's not, it's so unsatisfying. And if carbs are so bad, how is Walter Kempner able to reverse diabetes in people feeding them white rice and fruit juice with sugar? How is that possible? And I think they still do the diet at Duke University. Yeah, rice and, and, and fruit. And what happened was because a lot of them came to them with uh, kidney problems, mm -hmm. they had to get the diet low enough in protein. So the end of this, halfway into study, their blood sugar levels were all stabilized. They were shocked about that because they were fully prepared to give them more insulin, but they actually had to add a pound of white sugar a day oh to keep their calories up. And that's, they still lost weight, they still stabilized blood crazy. sugar, and they were fine. That Not that I'm advocating crazy. sugar, everyone, no, no, no. but I'm just saying that we've really missed the study and the science. You know, it's just the way that oil in general, olive oil and coconut oil specifically has been glorified, I just I don't get how they, you know, we talked about marketing. I mean, who was in charge of this brilliant campaign? Because Steve, people still watch, I'm not going to say the names of certain television shows, EVOO, Heart Healthy. I mean, obviously they haven't read Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease because it's not heart healthy. It's the exact opposite. But people believe these sound bites on TV. And you ever notice that like almost all the chefs on television, they're not too uh, Not looking lean. too healthy. You know, I mean, it's...
it's because they're eating their EVOO, you know. But the thing is, is it doesn't, you know, fruits and vegetables don't sell. I mean, pe there's just, they're not sexy. You know, I remember I had this really wealthy client once, you know, I was explaining them calorie density and why we have to eat vegetables and half our plate. And he goes, well, that's not sexy. And I said, well, either is your impotence, which you got from not eating vegetables and eating animal products and oil, right. you know. I mean, right. so, and, and actually I think eating vegetables is sexy. It, it's because it, I mean, I have makeup on today. I just presented, but most of the time I don't. And people say, oh my God, your skin is so beautiful. What do you use? I said vegetables. I mean, like literally because I eat, you know, four to six pounds of vegetables a day. And people are like, that's so much food. It's not. When you cook vegetables, a pound is like two cups. I mean, it's not that much food. But again, people people don't understand calorie. Even people that understand calorie density don't understand calorie density. You know, when you don't eat fat, you need to eat more food. And if you like to eat, like I like to eat, this is, this is like... I mean, I just wish I had had the privilege of meeting the Pritikins like you have because this is what they taught. Yes. I just didn't know. And there was a Pritikin Center a block away from where I live. Wow. But, I mean, I was like, I was in my 20s. It's like, you know, who thinks about that? But it's like, boy, I wish he, I wish he was alive. I would love to have met him and talked to him because, he, you know, he wasn't a medical doctor, but he had everything absolutely right. Yeah, I, I was fortunate in that not only did I work alongside him while he counseled uh, the, the clients that would come to the Pritikin Longevity Center, but he'd virtually call me up every night after I would go into the field. In fact, one of their first events in Pasadena, California, we had uh, like 500 people turn out to hear me speak. And it's interesting because he'd call me up each night and he'd go, uh, Nick, you know, how many people turned out to the event? How did it go? I mean, he was really committed. And he talked about how we went down to San Diego, Kaiser Permanente Hospital. And our mission uh, with me and our team was to train the doctors to go on whole food eating, oil-free. And we, we accomplished that. They, you know, here they have to pay out medical expenses for sick people. And their goal is to keep people well, which is a really good model to follow that I think hopefully we'll get back to the administration but we even went to a whole town in Louisiana that had one of the highest rates of disease and we did a public campaign and I sent the educators that I had trained and Nathan Pritikin was speaking on radio and, and talk shows and it's like Caldwell Esselstyn was talking about in, in Nor Norway they were talking about a whole culture and this educator went on public radio and TV and was just talking about how these diseases are related to the foods you're eating. You know I feel like I'm, I don't remember what part of human history when everybody thought the world was flat but then other people were saying, no, it's round. And I feel like those of us that understand this way of eating that have embraced it like you and I for 40 years, I feel like, you know, it's like we're seeing the obvious. No, the world is round, but because people really believe that, that, that this is it is healthy to eat lean protein and to eat oils, you know, the Mediterranean diet, which which is probably better than the standard American diet, albeit, but it's not like the way we eat. And and when people eat our way, I mean, we're both, we're old, like I, I'm almost 60, <laughs> you're in your 60s. I mean, we're not old, but I mean, we're older than... Yeah, chronologically. You know. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, inside we're young, it's just, it, it, it's almost like we have found the fountain of youth in a way to reverse the aging process. I look better now at almost 60 than I did in my 20s and it's like I got my 40th high school reunion in a couple months and that's like I'm like Looking I'm, good. I'm, I just bought I did a video about the dress I bought because it's like I, I mean I was a size 16 most of my life I can wear a, I can buy I can go to a boutique and just take the four and it's it's just wonderful and I just want to inspire people this just to consider making these changes I mean try it you know you can always go back to eating the way you ate but try a whole food plant-based diet whole food meaning oil free and preferably little or no sugar and salt and flour i mean those those can be negotiable depending on the person but you know i can't imagine anyone thinking that it's not healthy to eat fruits and vegetables and americans just don't eat them 
period, you know? Well, after more than 40 years, I created a cookbook with uh, 240 recipes that's all nice. oil-free, vegan, yep. and sugar-free. And, it, you know, it's, it's just the life work of the things I learned that would help people. And, you know, my mission is, is not so much to, to tell people that they're wrong. I'm telling them about, let, let's just call it a new program yeah. because people want new paradigms. Right. This program has been discovered and forgotten, discovered and forgotten over the last several years. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget. Go, go ahead. No, and it's not a diet, right? Like you were talking about earlier. This is, you can eat all you want. Right? Yeah, you can yeah. eat all the fruits and vegetables yeah, you want. You, you don't really have to go can. on a diet. I mean, nobody, die. nobody ever got it. But even fruit is being bashed in some circles. It's like, now we shouldn't eat fruit. We shouldn't eat beans. It's like, I'm, honestly, whoever's in charge of this mass hypnotic marketing campaign is basically saying, you know, oil, vegetables, and meat. And and as a chef, I can tell you that is the most least satisfying food that you can eat. Not vegetables so much, but I mean, think about it. Like when I go to Thanksgiving dinner at regular people's houses, everything is brown. The gravy is brown. The meat is, you know, white or brown. But the, the, the way we white. eat, it's all the different colors of the rainbow. And it's like, if you're eating food without color, then you got a problem, you know? It, it, it's really something because I, 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 I have the fortune because I go to anti-aging conferences and medical conferences and I set up a microscope and I let people come up, you know, including doctors and experts and I check their blood. And some of them will permit me to measure their blood, including Dave Asprey. I got to check his level. We did a live Facebook stream. Wait till you see it. Wow. It'll shock you I what you see. Wait. And then I have others that won't do the test. Right. They don't want to put, at least he was brave enough to put his finger on this, you know, this, right. the camera and take a look at what we have. Well, isn't that guy... Gary Tobbs that promotes um, whatever, won't he, he doesn't allow his cholesterol to be checked, right? Because apparently cholesterol doesn't matter. Isn't that correct that he won't allow us to test his cholesterol? That's the latest thing. They'll, they'll yes. say, oh, well, cholesterol's a myth. It's really homocysteine. Uh, it's B vitamins. And it's, it's such a myth. So, so show me all the, the, the 10,000 autopsy reports around the world, International Athoscrotic Project, right. Cleveland Clinic studies, all the research that proves time and again that LDL cholesterol is a problem. And when it's Eating, eating an animal-based right. diet, you're going to have high LDL and heart disease. And mine's 57, people, just so you know, my LDL. <laughs> that was an amazing show. And now I want to put it all together for you. How do you locate these incredible natural herbs, organic, the best, designed to help you to improve your hormonal balance, give you energy, help you to look and feel great? DocNutrients.com. This is our sponsor. There is a special quiz. Please take the immune system quiz and it's going to give you some incredible feedback and ideas about how to strengthen your immune system during these troubling times. Be well. It's 2021 and we're here to support you.